Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This is Dirt and Sprague. 915, let's have a great day, everybody. Cut the With Andy Dirt Johnson. I said that I wanted to have kids, and you said that you wanted me to have a vasectomy. What did I do? When you said that you might want to have kids, and I wasn't so sure, Reversed. And then when you said you definitely didn't want to have kids, what a reverse back. And Brendan Sprague. Stiff snap, stiff snap, stiff snap. You have no idea the physical toll the three vasectomies have on a person. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. The fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080, the fan. What is happening? <laughs> what a day. What a day. Look at you two. Look at you two over here. This is all I got. You texted last night dressed like Christmas. This is all I got. That's man. as Christmassy as you get. Huh? I got a Griswold jersey and a Scott Farkas hat, man. That's all I got. I got a sweet <laughs> ponytail, though. Huh? You like that? Should I wrap it around my shoulder? Let it rub me on the neck a little bit? I don't know why, but of course you would have a Scott Farkas hat. You would have been the one cheering him on in that movie. <laughs> That's right, Scott. You beat Pummel him, him Scott! No, this is actually a Davy Crockett hat that I had when I was a kid. I was like mildly obsessed with Davy Crockett when <laughs> really? I was sub five years old. I used to be able to sing the whole theme song. My Davey brother and I, Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. I used, I love those movies. Davy Crockett, mildly racist, probably to be a big uh, Davy Crockett fan. I'm sure really? that guy did some bad stuff back oh. in the day, but you know, don't let history get in the way of a good story. Uh, Merry Christmas, good morning, Jordan Schultz. How are we doing? <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. You want me to sing? You said Jordan sings, so well, it's like... the whole the whole start of the show. It's just been it's a, just been a kind of a mess. My so button for my high porn wouldn't work. <laughs> it like would not move over. I was hitting it like eight times. It got like caught and stuck. <laughs> you know, I get excited for this show, and it's the shows you get most excited for that tend to just not go how you want them. Yes. Some of my favorite shows are shows that, you know, we prepare for, but Roof Daddy. I didn't know that was going to happen that day. Roof Daddy! Had no idea. But we didn't plan that. I I mean, Dirt had the audio, but, like, I didn't know we would end up doing 
as much as we did on that because it was hilarious. It was 40 minutes of Roof Daddy clips. And my wife's like, oh, last show, big show tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> I know, I'm really excited for it. Better go all out. And maybe 23 seconds before the open starts, Jordan goes, I couldn't get the open to work. <laughs> I told him to find a Christmas open, but I'm pretty sure it said Danforth's it, name it, in it. It, it did. We so. could play that one at eight if we want and have a little fun flashback for Christmas, last show of the year. Is it a good open? That's uh, yes it's or no. Got a lot of Christmas clips in it, but it says Dan. You can't. You can't do that. <laughs> Why? You can't. As Why? a producer, you can't do. That. Why? I'd pay some homage, man. To What's going to happen? The grassroots. I, I think don't. he's in Australia. What's going to happen? I don't know. So we're going to get a cease and desist from Australia. Why he didn't create it? I know. I don't. You probably made it. You and me, I think, made more opens than he did. Oh, we definitely did. You were usually the holiday. Like you're the specialty open guy. You mm. do a, like you did the Halloween open. You've had you've had a handful of those over the years. So this is probably the work of Brandon Sprague. You is it good or not? I don't care about the name. Is it good? It's got some Christmas uh, funny clips in. How many? T- I mean, you you're making it sound like it's just. Danforth, welcome to the fan. Danforth. <laughs> it's like the first word that the announcer dude says is Danforth. Danforth, dirt and spray. Yeah, it's like that's the, that's it's like a couple of Christmas clips and right into okay, it's confusing as DDS. Hell. That's right, baby. Uh, whatever you got. Hey, what a show. weird time in my life. Your that show. was a very weird time in our lives. <laughs> a very weird time. It's come a long ways, man. Look at us. <laughs> We're still employed, and I'm having a kid now. What the hell happened? <laughs> and I'm dressed up as Elf today. It's you look good awesome. over there, Schultz. You look great. Are you, you nervous? You got, no. Yeah. Come you're doing the uh, ho 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 mistletoe. I, no, it's because the morning, as you just said, did not go as I had planned it. I pulled a bunch of funny clips, something from Christmas vacation. I was excited to open the show with a lot of Christmas, and it just didn't go. Can I tell you, I uh, I got up early today. I wanted to get in early today, um, and then I couldn't find my reindeer outfit. <laughs> Your reindeer onesie. Gotta set that stuff out before you go to bed, man. I well, so the wife saved it, and she gives me hers. If you're wondering why a grown man has this onesie, uh, as I look like a middle schooler who's dressed as a furry, I saw a few of those at the mall yesterday. I think you and your wife are into some weird stuff, man. Eh, reindeer sex. Uh, Bird feet on your bug zapper. You're damn right, we do. <laughs> No, uh, my wife has, I, I don't know if she's technically a cousin or an aunt. She's a little older than us, but not by a lot. Mm. Anyways, she has a Christmas thing every year we go to. Every single year. It's a little wasteful. But every year, she buys like 30 things of the same. So like, For like the whole family. The whole family. She Everybody. bought like 40 of these onesies. <laughs> So you all have one. Because we take a big picture. I mean, it's literally for one picture. She yes. will buy like 40 of the same outfits. And Get it's things like this. <laughs> bulk uh, discounts are good. Well, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a discount. Uh, she's. I kind of hope she's like hand sewing them now in the background. No, definitely not. I'm not doing that. She's like, yeah, she's high end in some ways is how I could say it. Yeah. So buying like 40 to 50 of these it doesn't hurt her. No, and she wants the picture every year of you guys dressed yeah. as an elf. And we've had a reindeer. Like five or six of these outfits. Uh, and these are just ones that, this is one of like the three that we've kept. I'm just picturing you taking that picture as like the kid in Christmas story putting on the bunny outfit. Like, can you take it off now? <laughs> I look, he looks like an idiot. Uh, she went through so much pain and effort to make uh, that for you. <laughs> that kid's moan in that movie is hilarious. He does it when he can't put, I can't. Put my arms down. <laughs> Put your arms down when you get to school. And then he falls outside. <laughs> I can't get up. Looks like Ruffy. 
deranged Easter Bunny over there. It's funny how much you change when you're young, like how getting clothes for Christmas is the absolute worst thing that you could get. And then at some point it flips in your life and you're like, okay with it. I'm testing it out with my my nieces and nephew this year for oh, Christmas. Oh, no, dude. You're supposed to be the cool uncle. But I went cool. I got them cool stuff. What'd you get them? I got them like- Well, they don't watch this, do they? They're not up this early. Okay, I think right. they're, they maybe are on break. Well, I, I don't know if well, your, your brother does the watch back thing where he watches the yeah, whole show. I don't show. think so. He'll, okay. he'll tune in like on the way to work. I don't think he's I don't think he's big on the YouTube channel, but I I got they don't have jerseys and you know me and my affinity for jerseys when I was a kid. Yeah. So I got the nephew an Oregon Duck jersey. As a jersey. kid, you're literally wearing a jersey. I am now still wearing a jersey. Adult. Yes, I am. I tried all the on to see how many still fit. I like it. I got the uh, the nephew a, a duck jersey. And I got the niece a blazer. She doesn't have any jerseys. I got her a blazer jersey. She's super yeah. into basketball right now. And she wanted, like, I, last year I got her a Damian Lillard t-shirt jersey, and I felt super cheap. You're a cheap ass. But she loved it, and she, like, wore it to practice. And so I thought, this year I'm going to up my game. And I got her an uh, Anthony Simons jersey. Whoa. So don't trade Anthony wait, Simons. Wait, 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 wait. You got her an Ant jersey? <laughs> it was the only one they had at Dick's. That was the only oh, one available. But man. it is the cool, like, Rip City cursive look. It was oh, the that one that I like. One. It's that a good-looking good jersey. And so we'll see if they like him or not. I. I'm not laughing at you as you're. I know I'm laughing as you're talking, and you're like, "Why is he laughing at me now?" I'm actually not laughing at the story. It's a great story. I think she's going to be ecstatic. That is one of the best jerseys they've ever had. It's a good looking jersey, I think. And I panned it when we saw the image, and then I saw it in real life, and I'm like, "This thing is sweet." Yeah, I'm laughing because Schultze about two weeks ago (laughs) he was giving MVP uh, rankings in the NFL. And somebody on our YouTube chat called him racist because he didn't think Jalen Hurts was the MVP. <laughs> and they called him racist the day he was wearing the Blackhawks hoodie. Yes. And we talked about how that's maybe more racist than the comment. <laughs> and now today he's wearing a Blackhawks jersey <laughs> with a down. Davy Crockett hat. <laughs> You're damn right. I <laughs> You're damn right. I just I love the visual. I of got it. the I got the Clark Griswold going on. Man. I know. Why the name of the back? Huh? You like that? The, the double huh? zero. My uncle used to tell me, and I wore this as a kid. You wear it backwards, and then you you go this way, and it swats the flies out of your face. Oh, really? You just have the tail in front of your face, and you just wiggle it back and forth. I bet that is actually a real thing. I don't think it is, but you it know, would make sense. We'll though. go. We'll go for it. You yeah. know why not? Uh, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, good morning. <laughs> Needless to say, I did not get in early. I did not get a breakfast sandwich from McDonald's. I no. had a plan there. That didn't go through. No breakfast today. Clutch. And then uh, I had this whole big thing. I had a I had a visual of how the opening of the show was going to go. Going to play a little Christmas open, crackling fire in the background. Schultz, kicks it off with a little uh, chestnuts roasting. Little it's yeah. just none of it felt right. And then Merry Christmas, Good Morning, we're here. And then, like, <laughs> the open's not working. <laughs> you couldn't find your outfit. <laughs> None of your show sheet got saved last night. Ooh, that's a double whammy right there. Oh, yeah. That's a double whammy. I worked on this thing for about 53 minutes. I I jot little things down throughout the day, and then I piece them together, usually at autosave. So I don't have to worry about shutting my laptop and (laughs) opening it up in the morning. And I've opened it up to last week's. Somehow last week's. It's a fitting show. What were we talking about last week? 
Uh, I've deleted most oh, of the segments. All the notes. Yeah, let's there was like the, zig and zags on there. Let's do the same segments again. No. We'll see if we get them right this time. I have no interest <laughs> in it. <laughs> I'll take back my Eagles are going to lose to the or beat the Seahawks on Monday night. I'll get another crack at that. Oh, one. okay, that'd be yeah. a good take. Yeah, yeah, we'll lean into that one. I think Seahawks late. I, I think late they Drew get. Drew Lock. I mean, look, come on. How can you count out Drew Lock in a primetime game? And if I'm to lay the mortgage today, <laughs> Smith and Jigba right. anytime, Tutty. That's right. I don't know what the odds are on that, but you probably make a lot of money. Man. I bet you it was like plus three hundred or so. Ah, pretty. I mean, how many touchdowns does he have on the year? Not a lot. Not a lot. No, so he hasn't had a great rookie year. Somebody asking on the YouTube live stream if we dressed up every morning before we were on YouTube. I'm going to say yes. We just did the show naked. It's <laughs> a thing. I actually did used to come. I I used to be bothered at a younger age and a more insecure age that we were the only radio show not on TV for some reason. It was never explained to me, other than like. Comcast really likes Cam Cleland. <laughs> and Isaac and Zuka have been on for a decade. Okay. So what about our show? Infomercials pay a lot, man. Uh, and I used to actually dress up even though we weren't on TV. Yeah, you did. Dirt you... can verify this. Yeah. I came in as the Turtles kid one night. You That happened. Yeah. I'm, I'll never forget that. The Turtles face paint on yep. your... We used to dress up relatively nice, too, because we had somebody tell us one time that you have to dress for the job that you want. <laughs> even though we had the job? We, we had wanted. the job that we wanted, and so it didn't make a lot of sense. And he told us, if you want more business associated with you, you need to dress up. And we used to think to ourselves, nobody can see us. Yeah. So I don't really know how that associates more business with us because you know how are they going to know we're dressed up the logic doesn't really fit right now we've come a long way though i will i will say we've come a really long way we <laughs> at one point were emailed about as dressing dumpy yeah and quote urban <laughs> what yes okay. The first Blazer game we ever went to, I was told to not wear a jersey in the media press row. There was somebody oh, that yeah, left their email. There. And I thought, uh, yeah, you, you think I'm that stupid? There was somebody that left their email open in a production studio that we were using. And literally the email on the computer, we were like, what is this? And we looked on the computer screen and the email said, and talking about Dirt and I going to Blazer games, make sure Dirt doesn't dress dumpy. Dumpy. And Sprague doesn't dress Urban. <laughs> Very offended by this. Which, by the way, kudos. Dumpy, come on. Come on. I want to give a little credit. Saying urban in that moment, yes. you could have said something else, which we obviously know what urban means by that. <laughs> we know what we're implying here. Your fake earrings yeah, told well, the story. Yeah, the cubic zirconiums <laughs> were right. real, man. Shout out, baby. They were I mean, real. That was a I good got, look. I got big timed by swag the first time I met him. So, yeah, this highfalutin, like, media you Did know, you? mindset. Did you? Oh, yeah. I, Tried to go shake his hand. He, he spurned you? I, I got sat next to him. It's funny. In Blazers Media Row, actually. Yeah. Gosh, I was no more than 20. I mean, I started as an intern in this biz when I was 19, working for free for a year, and and I turned to him, you know, all squeaky voiced, excited to meet him because I listen to 1080 forever. Oh, hey, I'm Jordan Schultz. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Jason Swigard turns. But that was it. Like, yeah. All right. I just got big time to my well, swag. I mean, he's big time, man. I mean, he's you know who he is? He's swag. You know who he ran into yesterday? <laughs> big time. Who, swag or Schultz? Swag. No. I got a random text at 830 at night. Crazy Eyes happens to be in Waikiki and he goes, look who I just <laughs> ran into. <laughs> Our old engineer, Jeff Crazy Eyes McGinley. Of all the people who he's, of course he's swag, in, he's, hates yeah. swag. Oh, he can't stand swag. And he goes, look who I saw in the <laughs> lobby. And it's swag like, 
Yeah, I'm he's not- smiling next to him with a big old smile. McGinley's on some tropical vacation. Of course he is. He's making big bucks now working in Alabama. Money he's goes working a long in way. Hawaii. He's got clusters in Hawaii, yeah, I guess. Of course he oh, does. Oh, of course he does. Schultz, I think uh, a new bit for you uh, should be the hand warming thing. You look like you're cooking up a take when you're doing your hand rubbing thing when you're talking. <laughs> I think I like it when you give a hot take. Some Ooh, intrigue, yeah. Some mysterious. It's something like, going on there. It's like that one yeah. meme of the guy in the yellow jacket behind the tree. It's like looking at something like it yes. tastes good. That's that's the Schultzy look right there. Like, right, mm, I'm going to go take a bite out of that. I met Swag yes, in college. I knew the beat writer for Oregon State pretty well. And uh, post game one day, I saw Swag. And I recognized Swag. I watched primetime in college. And so he goes, you want to meet him? I was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to meet him. Try to get an internship or something. So I went up and I met him. And I said, hey, I'm Brandon Spray. He's like, I'm Swag. Nice to meet you. Yep. And then he turned around and he just ignored me the rest of the way. And as we were leaving the room, I was with the beat writer. We we're talking and Swag walked past and he goes, hey, hey, Jason, Jason. Uh, if, if Brandon wanted, like, was interested in an internship uh, or a job or anything, like, is there a contact he can? He goes, absolutely. And he gives me the email. And I emailed him maybe 15 to 20 minutes later because I had an apartment right near the stadium. Never responded. Got nothing back. Never responded. We got not that. Not getting an email. Not once. I didn't meet Swag until I came in for my internship interview in which I showed up in essentially a full suit and felt like an absolute idiot. You came into a full suit? I mean, not full suit, but I was wearing like slacks and a button shirt and it was tucked in like with nice dress shoes. Nice clothes for you, right? Like very nice. Yeah. Like I'm going to a wedding kind of outfit and I walked in and I looked at what everybody was wearing and I thought... I'm extremely overdressed. <laughs> well, and then it came full circle because then I was too dumpy years later. The greatest, uh, one of the greatest stories, you know, it's it's a it's a very known thing. Isaac is one of the classic stories of 1080 The Fan. Isaac Rop, Swag is a good story. Uh, I, I think there's a handful of people in 1080s history you could say is a good story. There's not a better story. I will I will go to my deathbed with this, and we'll start the show here. Ooh. There is not a better story in 1080 history than Andy Dirt Johnson. <laughs> because Andy Dirt Johnson had to overcome a few things along his journey. But one of the funniest stories is the fact that his internship ended. Yes. And nobody told him to stop showing up, and he didn't want to stop showing up. <laughs> so he just kept showing up, and eventually they just gave him a part time job. Yeah, baby. I just that... kept, they wouldn't hire me, and I just kept showing up until they gave me a job. His internship was <laughs> over. Yeah. And he's just kept showing up. Not a single person was like, you've been here for like 18 weeks now. <laughs> this is a little lengthy here. And then eventually they were they needed part-time work. And they're like, yo, you want the gig? He's like, yep. You want to come in at 2 a.m. and run a Mariner game in Japan? Like, yeah, let's do it. I'm in, let's baby. Go. This sounds awesome. So there's not a better story. Don't let anybody ever tell you there's not a better story in radio than Andy Dur Johnson. I could give you other stories, but that's for a different day. We don't need to get into how Dirt became a show host. No, we don't. That's fairly obvious if you followed. But if you haven't, hey, that's a story for another day. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas, our last show of the day, and we have a lot to talk about. It is National Signing Day. Yes, it is. Are you excited? I am excited. You know me, man. Signing day is a big one. I think this is the most overrated day in college football now. Sounds like somebody who doesn't have a top 10 recruiting class. Mario has one. How you feel about that? He's not my coach anymore. <laughs> Are you scared, though? <laughs> no, not really. Exactly. Because he didn't have a quarterback, either. and his offense sucks. Exactly. Well, we'll get into that, uh, but we will start the show where we need to start the show, the necessary start of a show, a big blazer win. We'll start there. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. I put a poll question up. We'll get to that at 630. Had to start out with Elvis, really? Going with Elvis yeah, right out of the Schultz-y. gate? That's, Why not? Come on. That's no. his least favorite musical artist Oh, dude, I'm ever. so sorry. I had no... I'm so sorry. All right. You know what? All right. Go home, Schultze. Yeah, you can produce the show. I suck. (laughs) Schultze, you really look like you would be good in the movie Elf. Like, that outfit's amazing. (laughs) Dude, he does. It's it's an awesome outfit. Now, is that a onesie or just a sweater? It's just the sweater. Just the sweater part. We're we're waist up here on YouTube and on on wherever the hell else people (laughs) are You wearing pants over there, Schultze? Yes, I got shorts. No, no, I'm not going to pull off. My legs aren't sexy enough to pull off like the, uh, it's like the yellow tights or whatever. No, no way. You don't think you could do it? No, no, okay. I don't. I, I don't have the Will Ferrell junk in the trunk, so not happening. Uh, with NIL and the transfer portal, is the high school national signing day still a big deal? Yes or no? At Dirt and Sprague, we'll dive into that at six thirty. Mm. Uh, your Blazers got a massive win. They did. Your favorite player, Ant Simons, yes. closing the game out strong. I now have. I bought a jersey of his, so he's now my favorite. We talked very briefly on the gambling angle of that game. Yes, we did. And I told you, I think I'd take Portland with the points. Phoenix is a weird team. Mm-hmm. And then Portland got down 15. I went, I wonder if Dirt bet on this game. They were down 16 at the end of the first quarter. I did not bet on the game. Okay. I had things. We had an appointment yesterday. I had to go check on the old uh, little dude and see how he's doing. Teddy ball game. Teddy ball game. His uh, heart's ticking, so everything's going good. So I was I was running around and mm. forgot that the game was happening, did not bet it, and then saw the final score, and I thought, hey, I'm glad I didn't bet it. You didn't watch it either? Not a second. <laughs> Not a single Schultz-y, second of that game. Schultz. Not a second. Did you watch the game? No chance. Be honest. No Six chance. Six minutes in the second quarter. And yes. Other stuff to do. <laughs> yes. Watch a Christmas movie when we got back. It was delightful. Yeah, no, my, my wife and I actually. A takeout. What are we doing here? We got caught in a couple of other shows, actually. Like, she sucked me into a couple of programs. Y'all have you know, y'all have times <laughs> when that happens. Your wife's watching something. No, like, I get what it. What is this? So, she did yeah. what to a couple of programs? She, what? Yeah, huh? you What's started that very now? controversially. She, she sucked. <laughs> she sucked me into a couple of programs. Look at this, look at that. Mm. Sounds like a nice little Tuesday. Thing. Whatever it takes to get somebody to sign in on That's that right. uh, dotted line, isn't but it? Whatever huh? it takes, man. Yeah, she did. What kind Merry, of NIL deal did she get? And for her, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Schultz oh, oh, oh. got a great gift. Hey, all right. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Uh, where's the cream filling? Uh, well, I mean, it was the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Woo-hoo! Yusuf Nurkic's uh, lustrous return. I got to be honest with you. I, I remember that the game was happening. I saw the score. Thank you. I'm glad you remember 
heard a Blazer game was happening. I got that going for me. Wow. I mean, you know, they're six and nineteen. So let's, uh, let's uh, 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 seven, seven and nineteen. They were down sixteen. I got. I saw the score though at the end of the first quarter, and I thought, yeah, this is dumb. I'm not watching this game. And I made a conscious decision at that point. I'm not turning this on because it's not worth my time. Yeah. And they came back and won. So good for them. Shaden got hurt though. That's a little concerning. He was questionable to play. He just kind of re-aggravated that injury. The I did abductor have, injury. Yeah, I did. Uh, look, I get it. It has to be done. I'm I'm just going off of social media, so I don't know how over the top that they were. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, you I want, can't wait to hear what you're about to I say. I have takes from the game last night. Yeah, These are my tell. takes. Okay? I can tell. By the way, I love. We have a P1 who always tweets us when the Blazers lose and says, well, "What do you want? They lost. They're supposed to lose." And then when they win, it's like, "Hey, you got to talk about the Blazers. They won a game." It's like, "What do you want? Pick a road, okay? You can't have to. <laughs> can't have both roads." Stop talking about the Blazers. They lost. <laughs> hey, right. talk about the Blazers. Talk about they they're won. good. They're good. They're good. Good little team. Uh, we needed to do tribute vi- videos for Drew Eubanks. And Nazir Little, that's tribute video worthy. That is uh, the most Portland Trailblazer. No. That's tribute video whoop, worthy. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Time I mean, out. the Nurkic one, I'm out on, but I get it. He was at least here for a long time. I could, I was happy when he left, and it was funny to see him have a normal Nurkic performance last night, but I, yeah. Uh, I told my brother-in-law, I was at my nephew's basketball game yesterday. They were playing Jefferson, and we were watching this freshman basketball game, and I, I told my brother-in-law, I love a good like three and then a stop and then another three and the crowd erupts yeah. and then it's like <sighs> time yeah that's when they, that's when you get going when the announcer goes time out and he says the other team yep. like i love that moment they show dancing lady she's in her little uh, corner and she's on the jumbotron yes. doing her dance everybody's singing playing you know whacking their bangers oh, together oh man i live for that moment in nba basketball oh i do this is not actually the first tribute video for Drew Eubanks. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. This would be the second. The we- Spurs gave him one. <laughs> How long was he in San Antonio? Like three seasons. <laughs> oh, he was? Yeah. I didn't realize he was there for that long. Maybe four. Uh, look it up. But they, I, I want to say, and I hope I'm not wrong here, I know for a fact they gave him one. <laughs> they might have given him two when he came back. And I remember seeing and hearing about that going... Really? <laughs> he was there for four years. Drew Eubanks? Four years. San Antonio is getting a tribute video. This is the NBA. This is what we do with guys when they come back? It. I mean, it, I, it sounds ridiculous, and I don't disagree with the take. It just, this is kind of what it is. And I heard the Nazir Little reception. I heard the, Na, uh, the, the Nurkic reception. And like, Nurkic, okay, we gave him some cheers. Smattering of booze, but some cheers. <laughs> I that's, love there are a few booze in that's, there. Well, I mean, it didn't end well. Good for you, Blazer fans. Nas, Eubanks, yeah, Drew's a local guy, I guess. I mean, look, I love both of them as Blazers. Drew Eubanks. What, what do you sh- love about Nasir Little as a Blazer? Because for me, it was largely like he's he never actually got hurt again. Yeah, he never played. He was so like, what, what do you attribute video? What was the highlight? He, I'm on the bench. He oh. is the next in line of a long lineage of coulda, shoulda, woulda been players. Uh-huh. Did you know that? No, he been, I don't think he is. He would have been the number one recruit in the country if he would have stayed. He could have been the number one uh, pick in the draft if oh. he had gone back to college for another year. That's how skilled he was. Okay, he was a steal at the end of the first. What did round they show the in the highlight package on X-ray? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking a serious. What did you show on a highlight package of Nazir Little? Literally the draft, like eight shots. He nope. had one game two years ago that he went for like thirty at the end of the year against the Bucks. You remember that one? 
when they were tanking? I think so. He had like a takeover game in Blazer Tank, and he went for like 30. It is what it is. That's a sport now, unfortunately. No, I think you literally show him getting drafted and then somebody talking about what Dirk just said. Like, you know, he's really highly ranked. This is going to be a steal for the Could have been a lottery pick if he stayed in college. One more year, man. Lottery type potential. I certainly miss things all the time when Dirk will bring topic up. (laughs) Quote, maybe I missed the end of something that he was going to talk about. This was a great segment. I was the only one on this show that watched that yes. Blazer game last <laughs> night, and I didn't get to talk about anything I wanted to talk about. Well, about what did like, you hey. want to talk about? What, what was uh, the standouts of the game last night? Fill me in, buddy. Well, here's my only – this is kind of my only takeaway. It's right. hard to really have big takeaways on a season that clearly they're not going to win a lot of games. It's game 26 of the regular season, and they're 12 games below 500. I just – I don't know, man. I, I, I know we've hammered it before. We don't need to dive in because we're already against it. I just – this ant scoot thing is weird to me, and I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think they have two years to figure this out because eventually Ant's just going to go, we suck, I want out, trade me. And then you're going to go, cool, now I might have lost Anthony Simons, who, you know, I, I'm using, I use my brother-in-law a lot as a diehard Blazer fan because he will watch every game. He will listen to all the casts. <laughs> he will read all the things. Like, he sometimes gives me tips, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. That's good to know. He's in on Ant. He doesn't. He wants the Ant over Scoot thing, and I don't think he's alone on this. I don't think so either. That's the tough part about not giving somebody a full runway this year to figure out exactly what he has. But you can't give a full runway because exactly. you've got the other guy. And so. you also have Malcolm Brogdon playing 30 minutes a that night. Need, we all in this city, <laughs> just tr- get him out of here. I love that. It's, we, de- it's past December 50. Trade him. Yes. Trade him now. Stop playing him. Trade him. The irony His is. His value is health, <laughs> and he gets hurt all the time. <laughs> Trade him now. He had a good game last night, too, according to the box score. Uh, no, he no. no, not a good game. Yeah. I mean, it was eh, me at 14. Yeah. Okay. Well, Quiet 14. I, I just, I chuckled because we went through an off season when the whole Lillard trade stuff was going down and everybody said no to Miami's offer. And I get it. It wasn't a great offer, but one of the reasons was, was Tyler hero was a guard. We don't need Tyler hero. He's a guard. We don't need another guard. And everybody says, see, this is why we didn't trade for Tyler hero. And then we turn around and we made a trade and we got a guard in return. Mm. And we, we ended up facing the same exact problem with another guard in the lineup. Yeah, we did. And Malcolm Brogdon. And we ended up drafting somebody that uh, ends up in a competition in the same position as Anthony Simons. Wow! Shocking. What what a decision. We drafted the same position as Dame, and then they looked us in the eyes at the draft press conference and said, yeah, this will work. I'll never forget when I was a little kid playing basketball. I used to play on a very serious team, and then I quit basketball. Yeah. But this was like heyday of the Blazers in my lifetime, like late 90s. And we used to do player comps at the end of the year. Our coach would give out like awards. This is what Blazer you were for the year kind of Hell thing. yeah. Hold on, what player was dirt? Well, Schultze. Schultze, so, what player was hold dirt? On. No, so we're talking about a logjam of positions. The coach's son was, I was, I mean, the only thing I could do was be a point guard because I was four foot nothing and I couldn't, you know. Could uh, you dribble? I mean, I could dribble. Yeah, that was the only thing I could do. You like, didn't you get can't the play John me at small Crotty forward. Comparison, did you? Yeah, I mean, you're not playing me, you know, I'm not getting Rashid here, okay? I did not. But of course, the 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 focal point of the point guard of those teams was Dame. Everybody wanted to be Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> he was from Portland. He's a legacy. Like, it's Damon Stoudemire. I got Greg Anthony. I, mean, I like Greg Very Anthony. I mean, I do too, but it hurt at the time. You got the other left-handed point guard. I did. <laughs> I got the one coming off the bench. Not Mighty Mouse. See, we had a log jam back then. GA. We got a log jam now. We got to get rid of log jams, baby. All right. Well, I'm sorry I did a Blazer segment on our last show of the year. Go Blazers. Wasted 14 minutes on that topic, I guess. Wemby's coming to town next week. Yeah, those tickets will be overpriced. <laughs> yes, they will. I'm going to the game Thursday. Are you? Not looking forward to it. As in, like, tomorrow? Yeah. Who are they playing tomorrow? The Wizards. 
I mean, that's one you could get in for cheap. How much are courtside? They were free tickets. Free tickets. I got. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good seat. But you take, are you taking the kids? Take the I daughter? take the wife. No, no, just take the a, wife. It's a wife and I get away. Date night. She's Santa's gonna... coming soon. Wife and I need more alone time. <laughs> She's gonna go watch the Wizards. That poor lady. Can I give you quick advice and then we'll go here yeah. to some real things? Far away. As I wear a reindeer outfit. <laughs> By the way, what reindeer do you think I look like? Uh, My <laughs> wife was like, I think you're a prancer, and I said. Bitch, I'm a vixen. <laughs> yeah, you're a vixen. I go vixen. Thank you. You got a tramp stamp tattoo. Hell yeah. I don't know what you're doing in the stalls at oh, night. Dude. You're getting into some weird Fle- stuff. Flexibility man. through the roof. With the D. Oh. Is actually a Rudolph onesie. The nose came off in a washing machine. <laughs> Freaky times. You started this off by saying your wife sucked you into a program. <laughs> that happened. Damn right. That, okay. That took Week place. before Christmas, baby. What do uh, you let's Christmas a- her stabbing cabin. <laughs> Stop playing that drop. Yes. I hate that drop. That stabbing cabin. I don't know what that guy is saying. What do you think? Let's address the poll question in college football. Get to some real things next before Schultz with the sports update. Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of this side of the nut house. This is Dirt and Sprague gone 1080, the fan. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you this morning. Just playing with my ponytail over here, no big deal. You got to stop. It's creepy. You want to rub it? No. Thankfully, Scud Farkas grew up to be a decent human. He's being. in the new one yes, they made last year. I gotta watch that one. I got it's a long. Not, it's not very good. No, I mean like, I watched oh, it last oh, year, but oh, I, right. I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. It was better than I thought. Yes, I thought they did a better job. The story's a little like, oh, the narrator from the originals, his obituary. Right. That was a cool little twist. That was nice. I liked that. We we're saving our big ones. Like I haven't watched Christmas Vacation yet. Because I got to be in the right mood. I got to be in total movie mode. Like, oh. I haven't done it yet. So I think we're going to do that one on Friday or Saturday night. We uh, watched that the other day. Did you? Yeah. Trust no. me. My, my daughter, who's 11, I'll let Don't you go say, here, If Schultz-y. you say something controversial yeah. here, Schultz, I'm going to get real pissed Hold off. the take, Schultz, as you're cooking it up. I see <laughs> you right there. there. You're making. Okay. My daughter's 11. <laughs> what do you got? My daughter, I have done it right. I At least with her. We'll see what happens with the young one. She loves only the old school movies yes. she she doesn't like these new school ones. the only one new school one that she likes is the christmas chronicles with kurt russell i've heard that one's pretty good dude he is. is the best santa claus ever really he that really good? is yeah I, I think he's the best santa claus of all the santa clauses that have existed hmm. that being said like she saw it's a wonderful life on a commercial and she goes oh i can't wait to watch that one i'm like i know we haven't watched it yet that's a good one we gotta hold it hold it hold, like hold white it. christmas underrated white Such christmas is a good it. one yeah that's, she likes the old school ones that's my fear is that my kid's not gonna like anything old school is an old soul He's, you got you gotta just make him watch it that, that's how they like it is that the bond is formed when you watch it he's gonna tell me when he's four he thinks james taylor sucks no. i'm gonna kick him out of the house you do need to prepare <laughs> prepare yourself for a lot of that kind of like oh that sucks and you're like well, that's just been my whole life. No I want to listen to Baby Shark again. Like, no! Dad, who cares that your football team lost? Well, I mean, it's just emotionally <laughs> damaged me for 28 years, but okay. We're going to go right. sit down and listen to Fire and Rain. Damn it, you're going to like it. I, I, I wasn't saying anything controversial. I've just already watched Christmas Vacation probably 100 times this Christmas season alone. You've like, already watched it that many times? Nove- it's like a comfort blanket, you guys. Yeah. November 1, it was the first Christmas movie I turned on. November 1? Yes, early November start. 1. That's crazy. Disgusting! What is wrong with you? I do. What are you? 
Do you see me? <laughs> you People see me? watching the stream, I love Christmas. If I was a deer, a real reindeer of Santa's, you'd definitely catch this reindeer at the bar on November 1. <laughs> I would not be watching a Christmas movie. you got to be getting in shape for Christmas Eve, man. Yeah. we got a big day of work ahead of us. Rudolph will pull us. That's right. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be in the back. Vixen's in the back, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. He better be in the back so you can see that tramp stamp, baby. That's a really good point. A good poll by you. Why would you hide that? Anyways, let's let's talk sports. What is Vixen's tramp stamp exactly? <laughs> I'm picturing something barbed wire-y. You know what it I is? I don't really know if it says anything. It's more of just like a shape and a figure. I think it's like Mrs. Claus like bent over with her pantyhose looking back. <laughs> like, you know, like, whoa. See, I thought it was more like of a I love Santa kind of a phrase or something along the lines of, yeah, I don't know. There is at least... 20 to 30 people right now listening to this show going, yeah, I hate this show. These guys are terrible. What are they doing right now? <laughs> Cares. Get to the sports. Let's talk about the sports today. Uh, it's NIL day. That it is. I uh, I didn't do zigzag either. That's okay. Didn't we already zigzag this week or did we not zigzag this week? <laughs> we no. All right, I zig on it. I want to carry it over, but I, I do genuinely, I want to ask this question. I put up as a poll question. Mm-hmm. Why is is this day still? I remember this day uh, fondly of my time here at the fan, and then also like my internship day was. This was the craziest day. Yes, it was. You had to have eight TVs on. You had to see what kid was going to commit where, who was sending the facts in, what guy online was you know predicting something was going to change last second. This used to be a massive day. Maybe it still is. It is not for me anymore. I I say this, and you can say, well, Oregon State. I genuinely mean this as a sports fan. It registers 0% in my brain mm. of caring because I think the world of college football, NIL on the portal, you can point to a school like Texas and Alabama and you can say most of those dudes were recruits who stayed and helped build those programs to yeah. what they are, and I wouldn't have anything to retort other than you're not wrong except now pinpoint the Oregon class that that's signing today, and you tell me what kids are going to be here after next year and what kids are going to hop in the portal in NIL. And I have no idea. And I think that's the hard thing for me is you do need to care about this day recruiting, mm -hmm. but in the same sense, it's hard to care too much because I have no clue what which one of these players or which groups of these players are going to bolt after one year. Yeah, I would connect it with, yeah, the bolt thing is a valid argument. Um, I, I think that's one of the things I'm honestly most encouraged by from Oregon's class last year is that you get a lot of these guys one year on campus, you get a freebie in the transfer portal. It's like, yeah, hey, I want to go closer to home or I want to go, somebody's going to throw more money at me, whatever the case. And I think from Oregon's class last year, the only freshman, and fans can correct me if I'm missing anybody, the only guy from that class last year is Dante Dowdell, who was a running back from Mississippi. And that was more of a, like, he's just fourth on the depth chart, and he's not going to play a ton next year unless a guy or two gets hurt. And he just kind of sees the writing on the wall, that it's a crowded room. He wants to go play somewhere, and that's the reason that he ended up transferring away. Outside of that, the rest of the class is all stayed intact. And you never know with these guys. Like, Jurion Dickey's been one of these guys for a year. I'm like, ah, is he going to stay? We'll see. Time will tell. But he so far he's committed. It sounds like he's going to play in the Fiesta Bowl. I, I, I equate it very similarly to the way I feel about the NFL draft. Now, we don't know if those guys are going to enter the portal in two years, but we break down the NFL draft, or fans do at least, from a million different angles, and 70% of those guys don't pan out, don't play for their oh, teams. yeah, maybe right? higher. You're like, oh, this guy, we got this guy in the fourth round. He's an absolute steal. And you look up two years later, and he's never played a snap, and he got cut in training camp, and you're like, what the hell happened to that guy? I don't know. You know who that was for me last week? It was Trey Sermon. Yeah, Trey Sermon. The Niners, that's a good little running look back. I like him. He was terrible. And then he goes to the Colts, and he beats the Steelers, and has 68 rushing yards. I'm like, okay, well, I guess it just... 
At least the take was right. At least he ended up being okay. He's having a good moment in the NFL. At least he's having a moment. So that's how I equate it. I don't follow it from a national angle of all these different schools and where all these guys are going. To me, it's more so of just what is my school doing and what are other schools that I'm competing with doing. That's the kind of the vantage point that I, I take it from. There is a stat out there, though, that I love. And I think it's really encouraging for the future of college football. Hold the stat. Let's flip this over. I want to give an update on something in this, and then we'll start some previews. We have not talked at all about Liberty Biberty. We have not talked much at all about the Sun Bowl and Tony the Tiger. We'll update that poll question, Tony the Tiger or the Frosted Flake. Uh, So we'll dive into all that coming up next. we got some NFL to get into as well because, again, this is our last show of the year, so we got to kind of look at this week, project ahead a little bit, uh, two weeks will go by before we're back on the air with uh, with games. So we'll talk all of that, get some previews next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080, the fan. Well, Oregon has been busy this morning, National Signing Day. Uh, right now, looked it up, Oregon is eighth. They are behind Oklahoma, Miami, Texas, Florida State, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. I feel like every year since Ryan Day's been coach, Ohio State's been one, two, or three, and they can't beat Michigan. That's got to be brutal. (laughs) That's got to be really tough. Uh, But, you know, we talked about this, and and I I get it, man. Like, some Duck fans are just not going to allow themselves to think that this opinion is not Oregon State-based. Oregon State's going to get who they get. I have put no eggs in that basket. I never have. Uh, it's more just the way NIL and transfer portal has changed the sport. Mm-hmm. It's if you're just tuning in, it is hard for me to get past the. Oh, cool! They got that guy. Is he going to be there for more than a year or two? I don't. I have no idea. But it's pretty encouraging to look at the recruiting rankings. And Oregon now is just. I mean, it's not even a. It's not even a what if. It's like Oregon is just seemingly pinned in the top ten year in and year out. Cristobal did it, and now Dan Lanning is doing it. In the Big Ten, they're number two. And that's the that's the thing to pay attention to here is conference. Ohio State obviously won. Oregon two, Penn State three, Michigan four, USC five, Nebraska six, Wisconsin, Purdue, Iowa, Rutgers, Minnesota. Washington is behind all of those schools. And that's something to keep following as well. But Husky fan will probably say, dude, we're going to get our three stars. We'll develop them, and then we'll hit the portal. And some some of those Husky fans don't freak out. They think this is the anomaly. They mm-hmm. they can win at a high level consistently with that coach mm-hmm. and blue chip recruits. Where are you at? And what stat were you going to give us on National Signing Day? Well, I'll, I'll just say that. I mean, you list off the top 10 recruiting classes in the country, and I think it shows why it's important. Not that all those teams are built solely on recruits alone, and a lot of it is transfer portal guys. But if you want to win at the highest level in this sport, you got to clean up on this day. You just have to. It doesn't mean that every player is going to hit. I think Oregon has done this on the defensive line the last two years where they have taken so many front seven players, and the thought process is, like, what, 70% of them will be good? You know, there's going to be a few in there that you just over-evaluate and they're not that good and you're going to push them out of the program in a year or two, but if you get enough guys in there, you think you hit on 60 to 70%, there you go. You got your full a full defensive line. Um, so I, I, I still get excited about this day just because you never know how guys are going to turn out, but it's exciting to see who you can flip, who the commitments are. You remember the names and then you see if they can develop going forward. And it sounds like Oregon's in the mix to, to uh, flip a couple of guys today, potentially, and, and up that number eight class. Elijah Rushing's paperwork came through. He He's officially done. a 
There's another one, Jeremiah McClellan, that's out there. He's an Ohio State committed wide receiver. He's one of the highest-ranked receivers in the country, and Oregon's been uh, recruiting him hard, and we'll see if he flips today. I, I thought this was fascinating, and I have been bringing this up now for a couple of years. Name, image, and likeness, according to some, has ruined the sport. It is, it's open free agency, and guys are getting paid. And I, I understand those takes, and I understand the fears. Not everybody can play in the deep waters that you know big boosted programs can. Mm-hmm. The thought that I had was this is not going to be a consolidation of power at a couple of small schools. This is going to spread the wealth to the big boys, and you're going to have more traditional big boys that are now becoming players. I think you've seen it at Florida State. I think you've seen it now at Nebraska. Nebraska getting Dylan Riola. You saw it last year at Tennessee. Like these random programs haven't been good for a long time. Now Nebraska's got to win, but Florida State and Tennessee are back in the forefront of this sport, and they haven't been for quite some time. The end of the Jimbo era wasn't pretty. According to uh, rivals, now everybody does different rankings. Everybody has different rankings of players. But according to rivals, for the first time in the history that they've been tracking recruits, the top 10 recruits in the country, according to rivals' rankings, are committed to 10 different schools. That's amazing. So if you go one through ten, each one of those guys is is committed to a different school. It's not Georgia, 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 Bama, Bama, Ohio, Ohio State, State, exactly. And then like one random school. One like, yeah. hey, Missouri, where did that come Mississippi. from? Mississippi, exactly. So ten different schools. And I thought this was it was a Dan Wetzel piece. He came out with this. And he was just going over all the rankings, and he said Georgia, for example, they still have ten of the top one hundred rec- recruits in the country committed. Last year it was twelve. Alabama was fourteen, right? But when you look at the average percentage of the the, the kids that went to those basically top three or four schools, it was like 45% of the players went to a small number of schools. Sure. And now you spread it out, and it's a little bit lower down to like 34% of them. So what I think we've seen because of name, image, and likeness is this balance at the top of the sport. It happens in the transfer portal where guys commit to a big-time school. They're like, hey, I'm not playing right away. This isn't where I wanted to be. I'm going to go transfer somewhere else. A.J. McCord just went to... Freaking Syracuse, for heaven's sakes. I don't know if he's going to be any good there, but that was a, one of the highest-ranked quarterbacks in the country two years you mean ago. Kyle? Kyle McCord. Who did I say? You said AJ. AJ McCord. Kyle old, McCord. Old co-worker. Old co-worker. <laughs> so, I mean, you're getting a spread out at the top, and yeah. I think that stat of the top 10 players in the country going to 10 different schools is really exciting for the future of the sport. I do think that's that's been the benefit of NIL for college football. You Coaches, it's hard to navigate these waters. Collectives are sometimes organized, not organized. Depends on the school. Some of the bigger schools' collectives aren't very organized. It, without a doubt, has made more parity in college football. Yeah. Now, is Bama going to win the national championship? I, I think most of America would probably pick Alabama, but Texas feels like they got a legit shot. Washington should feel this way, and Michigan is the one seed. So if Bama wins, then yeah, some some of this is going to say, oh, cool, the last three champions are George, Georgia, Bama. Okay, yeah, but I don't think the... Ne- This is what's tough about the sport. It's almost like, and we'll get to this with Oregon, if you don't win the championship now, it's a yeah. There's a a lot of fan bases that are just naturally disappointed. Like if the Huskies lose to Texas, yeah, some Duck fans will chide them on social media and whatnot. But like, they shouldn't. I don't think any of those Husky fans realistically. Wow, man, what a bummer. What a year. Like, you, you lost your first game in the playoff. Right, you went undefeated. That's a remarkable season. I jokingly said it, but I kind of mean it. I almost feel like if you make the playoff, it should be like the Final Four in college basketball. You should basically, like, throw a parade for that team. I think it'll change in the 12-team playoff, but I agree with the 14-team playoff. Like, TCU losing last year was not great for the sport, but, like, TCU got to the title game. They did. They upset Michigan. That That was a great year. Don't let 65-7 to cloud the vision of what that season meant. Throw a damn parade in Dallas. I don't care. Yeah. But it's just tough, man. Like, fan bases are never happy enough. NIL has helped. 
It's the portal part of that that's just how many of those top 10 kids are going to stay committed to oh, all no 10 clue. of those programs? Or yeah. do they consolidate after a year or two? It's a fascinating thing. It, we need more data to show us sure. what the impact of the sport is before we can truly conclude what the take should be. But to me, this used to be a little bigger, and it's still a massive day for a lot of programs, but it's hard to get invested in in X, Y, and Z players if I don't know if they're going to be there after two years. That's totally fair. I, I totally get the point. I, I would say... Nobody knows how long these guys are committed for and how long they're going to play at their certain programs. It is absolute chaos. I think it's too early on in the era of NIL and this new model of college football to judge exactly how it's going to look five years from now, right? So you've only Absolutely. had two or three recruiting classes that have gone through this with name, image, and likeness. And we'll see five years from now, maybe it's still Georgia and Bama winning every title. And you say, hey, look how dumb that opinion was. It hasn't been balanced out. It's the same teams every year. And that very well may be the case. But I, I think it connects to another topic we'll get to today, and that is previewing the college of playoff but the reason recruiting is so important is that Washington is trying to do something this year in the playoff that has only been done once and that is there's only one team in the history of the modern sport that has had a sub 50 percent blue chip ratio and won a national championship so it tells you if you want to win a national championship you got to do this you got to get blue yeah. chips it doesn't mean that every kid's going to pan out it doesn't mean that every four star is going to be in a you know hall of famer in the NFL but the teams that win national championships are the teams that have a plus 50 percent blue chip ratio the only team that's ever done it was Auburn in 2010 who had Cam Newton, a quarterback who won the Heisman, and they beat my team in the national championship. Washington would become the second because they are a sub-50 blue-chip ratio. We'll see. Maybe they're they're the second outlier that we've seen. Or history shows us that these teams can't really compete when they get to this level because it's just a different level of talent. Uh, loaded second hour of the show. We dive into some of the bowl game previews for Oregon and Oregon State. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on the fan and the Odyssey app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.